This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Mom Squad Pod podcast, where we talk all things parenting. And I don't know if you can tell, there's a little <laughs> bit of a different sound to this. We are using our new Three News, Three Studios podcast. I feel studio. official. I know. I have Lindsay Buckingham with me today. We're. <laughs> this is a fun topic, I think. Um, we're in the middle of just winter. I mean, it is, I think as we're talking now, it's been a little over a week of just constant snow. And it wasn't like that, you know, a few weeks ago, but I am so guilty of the winter blues. And I think parenting with winter blues is just so much more difficult, right? It's multi-layered. It's multi-layered because you don't quite know what the right thing to do is. You have choices, right? We can say like, the kids are begging, Mom, put your snow stuff on. And you're like, oh, I just started the soup. I'm right. all warm. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to go out there. Right. But you have choices. Yeah. So it's, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but this this felt like a triple whammy with all the snowstorms. Yeah. So it made me have to think on my feet a little bit right. more in terms of how we handle that right. with the kids. And, and just so you know, I mean, Lindsay's one of our fantastic reporters here, Aww. but also I feel like we're always talking parenting because we have kids in the same age range. And um, so Audrey's how old? Eight? She's eight, Danny's yes. six. Okay. I love that. I love that we have that connection. That right. we, have, uh, we have great moms here at WKYC, but it's nice to have somebody get it yeah. and ping ideas. I mean, sometimes you and I are texting on Monday mornings like, oh, I know. Do you have this going on, like feeling like you're running around too yeah. much or, or what we're talking about right now? School's right. canceled or some one person's yes. school's canceled. The, the, the activity is still on. How do you juggle that? How do you run around? Right. It, it's just a lot harder to, to juggle and to run around and do everything in the winter. Let's just put it out there. There are people who absolutely love it. And I actually thought of you when I was thinking mm-hmm. of this story because I always see you taking pictures on the ski slopes and everything. But... I mean, just <laughs> l- let's just tell a quick story here. I mean, <laughs> I I go into winter thinking this is going to be great. And you're going to hear me repeat this when I, when I play our sound with the expert here in a bit. But I always think, oh, this is great. It's winter. Let's make the most of right. it. Let's go skiing. Let's go ice skating. Let's go have hot cocoa. Let me find the fun things to do. And just, I don't know if it's Murphy's Law or if it's just the way life goes, Day after Christmas, my family and I think, this is great. Let's go to, like, the outdoor ice skating area. We're going to grab dinner afterwards. It'll be nice and cozy. We'll kind of kick off the holiday season. And my husband fell on the ice within the first 10 minutes. Do you know this, by the way? You you told me, but I'm I'm remembering that text, and I just thought, Oh my gosh, you just got out I into know. the world. I know, right. <laughs> it was, so he fell and he fractured his knee and it's his right knee. So now he can't drive. Now he's like cursing the day we went ice skating and the girls, my girls are teasing him like, ooh, dad, let's go ice skate. You know, it just seems like winter, you could totally pull it off. You could go skiing. I love the families that go skiing every weekend or go ice skating and do all the fun things and um but then it's it is more difficult. Or like this last week when we got all the snow. Yeah, I was just I had to just laugh because my three year old um, snow is still like she kind of doesn't remember last year. 
you know, and so we put on the two layers of, of sweatpants and the two pairs of socks yeah. and we get the, the snowsuit on that has the zip up bib, like it's a full bodysuit <laughs> snowsuit. Then we put on the coat, then we put on two hats and two gloves and we get outside. She's out there for five minutes and then she just starts crying. Mommy, I have to go potty. <laughs> and then now I have to rush her in and help her like take off all those layers. And then that was over. I mean, it was like 20 minutes of getting ready for five minutes of snow fun. Oh my gosh, I can relate to that. First of all, I wanna give props to you because you were posting some pictures. You were on that sled, girlfriend. Yes, <laughs> you I have no choice as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think what it is, is for me anyway, and you will probably be able to relate, mm -hmm. is balance because I can't really do all of that during the week. Yeah. Um, I get home too late sometimes or the kids have too many activities. So we can't always do the sledding or playing in the snow. So the skiing thing, I thought, okay, the kids love it. Mm -hmm. I like to do it. It's fun. It's it's good exercise. Yeah. My legs and feet hate me after about <laughs> two hours or it's just yeah. i'm old right <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no it's a wear and tear right but a similar story yeah you have to put on all of this stuff when you go skiing and after i kept saying do you have to go potty yeah no mommy i promise do you promise me you don't have to go potty and then <laughs> as soon as they got ready mommy i have to go potty yeah like, why i know like, you want to lose just, it <laughs> i did i was like okay yeah Deep breaths. Yeah. But um, but really it's just, um, I don't think we can always strap on all the snow gear and boots and do all that right. when when they want um, at the drop of the hat. I try to really accommodate because I know how much kids love snow. Yeah. It's so joyful for them. And I was like, tap into that because it was joyful for you too. Right. right? So I try to accommodate, but I think that it's, um, it's about balance, mm -hmm. especially during the week when we're working. Yeah. And we've got, we're running around with kids activities and and things like that so um good for you for right. getting on the sled i was inspired so i actually did put my snow gear on we w went out there late at night with our dog daisy and yeah oh then she ate a marker and that was I fun saw, i saw that <laughs> see it's just you know and that's the thing is these things pile up i'm gonna play with my computer here for a second because i'm gonna play this interview here mm -hmm. um but things do it's like when you're in a bad mood and then one more thing goes wrong then you, it, it, it feels like a heavier burden. Mm -hmm. It's just a heavier weight when you've already gone through like driving in ice and snow. It's cold, it's dark. Now the dog ate a marker <laughs> and you just feel like, oh. And, and I just personally, I don't get that feeling in the summer mm -hmm. or in, in nicer weather. And I know I'm not alone here. And I know there are people out there and you might be one of these people going, you know, suck it up, Maureen. This, I love winter. It's beautiful and it's great. And I, and I wish I was one of those people, but I think I'm among the majority that I have to make a concerted effort to have fun and make sure that I'm not getting into the winter doldrums yeah. of, uh, you know, of just life because there's so many factors playing against us right. during these months and, and that can make um, parenting even more just, just difficult. You know, it's well, like you just don't want to be crabby. You don't want to be cold. You don't want to, you know, there's so much more gear. There's so much more mess there's, you know, and it, and it gets to you. I think it's what we said when I'm talking about the, it's multi-layered. I'm not just talking about the clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like there's extra steps and there's extra effort that goes into it. So I can understand why 
you know, we get into a lull in yeah. the winter, especially as parents. But I will say that I, after I have like a pep talk with myself and, and get out there like, hey, you know, you'll love it. I normally do it. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Once we're out there doing it, it's like, okay, this is a really fun part of their childhood. It was a fun part of ours because we both grew up here. Yeah. And there is that silver lining after you get past the chattering of the teeth. Yes. <laughs> your feet are frozen. Yeah. And you have to redo the kids' clothes <laughs> right. so they can go potty. Right. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I always heard, um, you know, from people who live in much colder climates that it's it's all about the gear. Like, as long as you have the right coats and and pants and everything else, you can go out and you can enjoy nature and you can enjoy winter. So I talked to Dr. Patrick Runnels. He's a psychiatrist with University Hospitals. We talked about the winter blues, why it happens, um, seasonal defective, uh, seasonal affective disorder, and then what you can do about it. So we talked about some of the same things that Lindsay and I have been talking about, but I want to play part of our interview here for you guys. I'm, I feel like I'm one of those people that is just every year I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to go skiing. I'm going to go sledding. I'm going to really embrace winter. But it's a lot harder than, than it seems. Like it, it's not as easy as like, I'll just go outside and enjoy this when you have the pain of like scraping off the car and then driving in the wind. Is that a challenge? Like is, do we have to put a lot more thought into enjoying the winter than we do with some of the other months? Yeah, let's be very clear. Uh, preparing yourself to go outside in this weather is a lot of work. And those kinds of barriers, you know, what it takes to kind of fully dress uh, in cold gear uh, and then plan very deliberately what you're doing, uh, make us much less likely to put the time in to do those things. And then that's a self-feeding cycle, right? Uh, it's harder to get... Uh, things together and go outside. Uh, it, it's harder to plan things. Uh, and so we don't do it. And then we're inside longer. And then we start to feel worse and our motivation goes down. Those things all kind of snowball to use a winter metaphor uh, in a way that leaves us feeling uh, a, 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 like it's a lot harder and it's a much steeper road to climb than we expected. And I noticed you have kids too, and I have kids and it, it just, you know, they have this approach that, um, everything's so magical. You know, it's, they don't feel the cold the way we feel the cold. They see snow and they see fun. Is that how we need to approach it? Do we need to shift our mind frame about how to approach? I mean, I guess it's approaching life over these few months. You know, so there's two, there's two things going on in the question you just asked. So the first thing I'd say is everybody, uh, and particularly adults uh, a little bit more than children, everybody is susceptible to the kinds of uh, emotional ups and downs we have related to reduction in sunlight, uh, both by uh, way of having shorter days and by way of having cloud cover. That has a verifiable chemical reaction in our brain that keeps us from feeling as motivated, that makes us feel a little more down. That's not about just changing your mindset, right? That's, that's real, right? Um, but to your other point, uh, kind of counteracting that, we, we, we absolutely have all kinds of tool, tools to counteract that and all kinds of ways we can stop that from happening. And being mindful and thoughtful about how we approach those things uh, can prevent those feelings from getting out of control or leaving us too blue in the future. And I don't want to downplay seasonal affective disorder in any right. way. I mean, I know that some people really struggle. Mm -hmm. it's, if it's not super serious, so let's just say it's just winter blues. What is your recommendation on how to counteract that? Is it a routine of self-care? Is it is it planning things that we look forward to? What do you think is most effective 
in um, perking up our spirits. So there's a lot of things one can do to uh, improve their overall mental outlook uh, on life. And a lot of them uh, boil down to being intentional, right? So finding ways to be intentional about maintaining social connections. One of the tricky things in Cleveland when it gets cloudy and cold and snowy is people end, end up starting to isolate from their loved ones, from their friends, from the social connections and the things that bring us joy. So finding ways to be more deliberate about planning those events, ensuring that you have those things in your schedule, maybe in a way that's a little bit uh, more kind of spontaneous in the summer, can keep those uh, connections going to kind of help you feel like you're still uh, out in the world and, 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 and connected and, 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 and having that support network. Um, the same is true for things like exercise. Uh, it's really easy to go out and take a jog or take a walk in the summer, go to a park. There's tons of activities to do. In the winter, those activities are more constricted. They're a little bit risky skier, particularly if you're a little older, uh, ice skating, which is happening outside in the, in the park near our house right now, uh, is sounds great, but let's be clear, that's more risky for some people than others. So sitting down and really identifying activities that you can do in the cold weather, that's really key. Um, I, you know, And those activities uh, to kind of keep your exercise up and keep your body active can be outdoors or indoors, but identifying them ahead of time and finding time to schedule those in is really important. By the way, it's important to recognize that indoor activities during the cold and in the midst of a wave of uh, increased COVID are making that more complicated this year. So I expect that people are having a harder time finding those activities than normal. But a way to kind of think about that is to sit down with uh, a set of friends or families or people, uh, family members, uh, people that can kind of help think through different ways to kind of uh, uh, it's nonetheless find a way to stay active. And then that final piece, staying, you know, kind of maintaining uh, things that uh, are enjoyable for you, uh, uh, you know, the, that, that's really important too. And so again, a lot of people's activities, that range of activities might be a little constricted in the cold weather. Uh, nonetheless, finding ways to engage in activities that make you happy and, you know, and, and keep you feeling good about life are important. I heard you talk a lot about physical activity. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I asked some people on, on Facebook, what is it that you love to do in the winter? And there was a lot of like, I like to go outside. I like to walk. I like to bundle up. Um, but then there's a lot of like, I like to bake and read a good book. Mm -hmm. I know, are those equal? Like, do we need the physical activity um, to help um, our emotions or like can reading a good book and, and relaxing also have the same effect? The answer is all the above. It's good to both have, uh, it's necessary. We don't want to lose physical activity. Amongst the stronger predictors of people feeling down and ending up with more clinical depressions are reduced physical activity. The less physical activity you have, the more likely you are to feel, uh, you know, feel off, to not feel yourself. So that's a, kind of what I would call necessary and sufficient. But it's also not enough. If you simply exercise but lose touch with all those other pieces of your life, those kind of things that bring you this wonderful kind of sensory experience like baking cookies or making hot chocolate with the kids, those kinds of things are also necessary. You can't go through and simply be mechanical and exercise but then not have those other pieces. You need both. So what he's talking about there too, and I'll end it there because we went on and talked about a whole lot of other things. But um, what he was talking about there with the social connection, he also made the point when we first started talking that, that this winter might be more difficult for a lot of people because of what the Omicron variant did. And that was, we're, we love the holidays. That's where we have like our most joyful kickoff to winter. And what everybody had instead of a kickoff to winter ended up being 
uh, shut down, stay inside. You didn't get to spend time with family. You didn't get to go to events. So you're almost starting behind the eight ball when it comes to this particular winter. So if this one is feeling a little bit more um, difficult for you, he said that that's probably not unusual. And I think everybody, everybody had, I don't know anybody that didn't have their holiday plans adjusted or put on hold or just canceled altogether. Absolutely. I think that it, no one was expecting it either. Mm -hmm. I think that since we went through it before, people, I'm probably talking about myself, but I imagine, <laughs> I imagine you all identify with me, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think that we were hearing about Omicron yeah. and we were saying to ourselves, but it's not going to be as bad as last time. Right. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. think that's fair to say yeah. that we weren't expecting it to be in that place again. Yeah. So once it hit and it hit so rapidly yeah. and on such a large scale, it was like, whoa, we're back here again. Yeah. So I think that's part of it too, the not expecting that mm -hmm. shutdown or isolation during those uh, several weeks during yes. the holidays. That that was tough, I think. Yeah. Um, but I have, can I point out something that you said that has been like ringing my oh, head? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, she's so right. That was yeah. such a good question. Reframing your thinking about winter and the kids, yeah. I think, is so key. Because they don't see it the way we do. They do not. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I said about, I have to remember how joyful it was, you know, for me, but they don't, they don't care if they're cold. They don't care if things get messier yeah. or there's soup on the stove or you have a deadline to meet. Yes. They just want to go build a snowman right. and put carrots and raisins all over it. Yeah. And I think for me, I always regret not doing that. And then that makes me feel guilty. I yeah. think there's guilt attached on all yeah. of this too. We can't do everything. Sometimes there's things that we can't avoid. And then we need to show ourselves some grace. Right. But reframing, yeah. I never regret doing that as a mom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was his, um, it, it, I know he mentioned it there, but that was a big point that he made was finding the joy in all of these other things that we can be doing during uh, during the winter months, which includes, you know, um, getting outside and getting a dose of nature, making sure that you're physically moving, making sure you're doing things that you enjoy. Um it, it's there's no denying that that um, you know it's hard to not frame your mind as a parent because you have to fold the laundry when your kids are saying they want to go out sledding, but it's finding the things that do bring you joy and it is um, a little bit more of a thought process in in this uh, in these months. Um, he ended there too about, and this is where kids don't care either. I mean, they <laughs> want to have the hot chocolate. They're like, let's bake cookies, mom. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I just got through the holidays and I have an extra X amount of pounds on me. I want to be on a <laughs> diet. And these kids want hot cocoa and cookies. So I asked him too, because comfort food, I know there has been science behind comfort food. There is something about the the sugar and the fats and everything. And he points it out too, just after where I stopped that interview, um, that there is a, a science to comfort food and making us feel better, but then we don't want to get to the point where we're feeling yuck. So he says, yeah. he, he's given you a pass, you know, doctors will give you a pass. Moderation, you know, d eat the things that, that give you that comfort, the, the 
mac and cheese, the, you know, <laughs> banana breads, the whatever you're into. Apple my, pie. Oh, my gosh. My mom <laughs> came over and just for fun because she's, you know, stuck inside like the rest of us or fi- trying to find things to do inside. She um, found my grandma's old cinnamon roll recipe, and um, she hadn't made it in years. And, and she brought them over, and I remembered, oh, my gosh, we used to have this every Easter morning. Right. For some reason, Easter, we would have the cinnamon rolls. But digging into those old recipes – giving yourself a little grace and saying like, I need, I need the cinnamon roll today Then I'm going to go out and, and walk in the winter tomorrow. I mean, as we're talking here too, and and this is going to air in a couple days from now, but um, we're at the end of January, beginning of February. I mean, January flew by. I don't know about you. You look at the calendar and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's already February. So, I mean, it is, this too shall pass, right? I mean, so. I, I think so. I think so. And also just, what you said about the comfort food and there being a science to it, mm-hmm. there must be. Yeah. Because literally <laughs> during the holidays, yeah. all of us are like, oh, I've got <laughs> no. to start backing it down a little bit. Right, right. I took advantage way too much yeah. of all of the holiday food. So there, there's something universal there. Totally. That it's like, and we give ourselves permission to do it beforehand. So, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you end up kind of accidentally on a diet in yeah. January just because you're like, oh, my or gosh. mid-January. Me, I'm like, I cannot see another cookie for a long time. Um, you know, and I also wanted to reach out to our listeners and our viewers about some of the ideas that they had. Like, what is it that gets you through the colder months that makes you enjoy winter the most? And there were multiple people that said a trip to Florida. <laughs> Which, which that's that's totally fine actually i mean i i believe i'm with them where it's nothing against northeast ohio i love that we have the change of seasons that's one of the reasons why i live here um i love looking out my window and seeing the snow i love going sledding with the kids when i can fit it in i do too and um, we would miss it we, we would. would miss it if we because that we grew up that was part yes. of our dna that the, even though we complain about it if you are a lifelong Clevelander, right. you'd miss it. Absolutely. My sisters are both out in California, and my one sister says, we have two seasons, hot and brown. Like, she <laughs> says that everything just kind of dies, but, like, there's a, you know, that's it. And then there's smoke. Um, so, yeah, so nobody blames you for, for making that trip, and it actually helps break up the, the winter, or at least there's something to look forward to. You get a little sun, a little vitamin D. Um, a little re-energizing. This. Now, this I put on my, this was from my personal Facebook page, the Maureen Kyle page. Carrie Ann posted some pictures, too. She said that she and a lot of her neighbors went to a nursing home during one of the snows and made snowmen. Um, they built snowmen right outside the windows for I the nursing home. Res- that. Right? That almost, like, chokes me up. Right? They, so they couldn't get outside. So then a lot of the kids got involved. And I thought... You know, that's how we should be thinking is like, hey, you know, let's go have fun and make somebody else smile. I loved that idea. And I loved that Carrie Ann shared the pictures. Too. I am so unbelievably touched by that because let's face it, a lot of those residents, they can't come out no. and, and play in the snow. So I bet there's like a lot of nostalgia there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, and that's what's kind of making me emotional just because you, the joy that they see in the kids who are building those snowmen and yeah. putting scarfs around their neck. And yeah. That probably reminds them of how it used to be for them. Right. And they are not in a position probably, you know, immune system wise or 
temperature wise to yeah. come out and join in. So just like brightening up their days a little bit. Yeah. You can endure the cold to do that. Certainly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a great idea. Um, and my baker friend, Annie's signature sweet, she's like, hey, baking classes are great. She does teach baking classes, um, which I'm sure you can find uh, baking classes or any sort of class. I actually am such a nerd that during the winter months is when I start to like look things up on YouTube. Like I have a really nice camera and I, I don't know how to use it to its full extent. So I'm always, in the summer, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be at the pool. I'm mm -hmm. going to do fun outdoor things. Then when it's bad weather, that's when I'll go on YouTube or whatever. I, I subscribe to Craftsy just for, the, uh, just for the photography classes. I admire you for that. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, try something new. And then that's what um, Mally Snowflower, she wrote on my Facebook page. She tries new recipes. My, my friend My friend Jennifer says that she and her kids do an indoor scavenger hunt. They do a family game night. We saw a lot of people saying the Metro Parks toboggan shoots. I mean, really, if you sat down and listed all of the things that you can do or all of the things that you put on hold because you think, oh, I really want to do that. But, you know, it's so nice outside. Yeah. It's, there's, you could come up with a, a list. I think, first of all, we are so lucky to live in Northeast Ohio. Yeah. Because of our winters, <laughs> there's a lot of things to do outdoors if right. you're willing to go out in the elements. We did take our kids to the to bug and shoots. They absolutely love them. Here's the thing. I don't. And here's no. why. Here's why. I don't like heights. So oh, it's, it's yeah. only fun for me once we get to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thrill of but, it. But I, I still do it yeah. because it's fun for them. But I just don't enjoy that first 30, 40 seconds yeah. at all. But we have the toboggan shoots right in our backyard. Is we, there like a go-to for you, like recipes or something? Or like, is there something that you save for the winter months? Oh my gosh, yeah. So when, when you read about um, Mally Snowflower, yeah. which I love that name, by the way, my thing is I love to cook. When the weather starts to turn cold in the fall and especially the winter, I'm like a big soup gal. Yeah. And so I am making like, sometimes I'll just go crazy and make like three different soups and then everybody in my family doesn't touch it with the tent. Right. Oh, of course. Right. You know how that you works out. You can freeze out. it. You so can we have it. a bunch of frozen <laughs> yeah. soups. I, and then I get sick of it because yeah. I'm the only one eating it. Yeah. But I do. I love to make a good chicken noodle. And then if I'm making a chicken noodle, I'll do like a chili. And if I after I do a chili, I'll do like a um, you know potato-based soup or right. something like that or a kale yeah. sausage soup. Look, I'm getting all excited. You yeah. can hear me talking about it. <laughs> but um, no, I love to make a good soup when yeah. I think about winter yeah. and cold weather. Yeah. What about you? Do you have one? Um, you know what? I've, like, I, I have so many things that I always want to do. And one of my goals is, like, my grandma's, uh, she just had, like, three binders full of recipes. And it's like, I want to go back into her recipes because I know I'm forgetting some of them, kind of like what my mom did with the cinnamon rolls. Or, like, this is the time of year where I'm, like, I'm cleaning out my closet. I'm cleaning out this because – and I power through it, which I don't know if that helps my mood or not. But um, – you know, it helped me from doing some online shopping because I'm like, oh, I already have, you know, three black dresses that, that fit, and here are the three that I can give away. But it's, the, the, these months will fly. These months will fly by. You have to remind yourself of that throughout the winter. If you're one of the people who just is like, oh, it's cold. I can't wait till hot weather. Um, 
But I really like all the ideas that everybody's shared, especially like the snowmen outside the nursing home and everything. So I know you can see this on YouTube. I know you can comment in certain sections. Please leave a comment. If there's something that you think of that you're like, this is the best thing that I've ever done with my family. This is how we get through. Or if you have a recipe, maybe we can find a way for Lindsay to share her recipes. Then, um, you know, that'll help us all get through this. And then before we know it, we're going to be talking about uh, bikini season. And <laughs> for and some the, people. And the exercise. For me, it's more like get. a Mew Mew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's, uh, I'll get there one day. Um, but anyway, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me. It's always oh, fun to talk to you. This, so I, I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking we could have talked for another half hour, but um, I'm sure everybody's commute or uh, chores are done at this point. So thank you. For thank weighing you for in. me. This was a blast. It was fun. We'll do it again. And thank you to Dr. Patrick Runnels with University Hospitals. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We'll see you right back here on the Mom Squad Pod next time. Have a great winter, everybody. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.